Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I have Steve, Lauren, and Sharpie. Hey. Hey. Howdy, Lisa. Howdy, Sharpie. Hiya. How's it going? Hiya. It's going. It's going all right. It's been a busy day. Ugh. <laughs> it's crazy. I meant to keep that inside. I did not mean to let that out. It, it <laughs> yeah. escaped. It did. It did. It. And it was very genuine. Lots of people booking vacations. Yeah. That's a good thing. Or at least pricing them. Yeah. Or at least calling the, us. Uh. <laughs> yeah. A lot of work in, in all of that. We'll get through that. It's going to be a busy month. It is. Every- yeah. March is March is typically a very busy month. Yeah, it is. Isn't that why they call it March Madness? Or did I miss that's, something? I believe that's why it's, it's, isn't this the month that is wine day or is that February? <laughs> Is it just one oh, day or is wait, it like 12 months a year? Never mind. Scratch that whole thing. Yeah, it seems like it doesn't really have a designated time period. All right. So we, we're going to start off with just a little bit of news. And then from there, we're going to go and find some of our listener questions. I love listener questions. There were some good ones this time. They're, they're thinkers. Yeah. we What's, got some, what, we got what's some the news, thinkers. Lisa? Oh, the news? What's the news? The news? Oh, there's news? Well, yeah, there was a little bit of news. Oh. I know. Was Lauren covering this one? I am. Okay. (laughs) So what's the news, Lauren? There you go. What news? There's news? There's news? What? What happened, huh? What news? I'm like Dory. (laughs) Boat. I've seen a boat. Follow me. Where are we going? (laughs) So you know how Disney closed uh, the kids clubs program? Um, I think it's closing a it hasn't officially closed yet. It's closing in August, I think. Right. Um, so they're putting out a new Pixar themed immersive children's experience, and that's going to be at the contemporary resort. I have a feeling that this is kind of a trial thing and they're, it is, it's actually, I just read it. It's a pilot program to see how it works. And if it works good, I have a feeling you're going to see this pop up or something similar in different resorts. This is going to start on April 13th at the contemporary. They're going to have a Pixar character experience um, every night. It's kids ages four to 12 and it's going to be toy story and the Incredibles at this one. Um, We're going to know where to find Sharpie. Yeah, I know. Sharpie, me. Hello. <laughs> Incredibles. Dance party with Mr. Incredible. See, I'm all about Toy Story. I'm chaperoning here. Come on. Um, so you're going to have Space Ranger training where the kids can learn how to identify and battle enemies. Uh, Woody and Jesse are going to show them the ropes with Wild West during Woody's Roundup. And you're going to have the Piston Cup Challenge where the kids can actually build a race car and race it in on the Radiator Springs racetrack. And they're going to learn some dance moves with the Incredibles Dance Party Woo-hoo, with Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Incredible and games, dinner, dessert, all kinds of things. It's going to run. Doors are going to open at five. It's going to run from six to ten thirty. It's $65 per child plus tax and kiddos must be fully potty trained. You know, this is interesting because I know. I like it. Well, I do too. Um, Cause it is a drop off event. So it is childcare, right? Yep. Yes. Yep. Childcare, but not paying by the hour. Right. So they're saying if you want an hour, you're going to really yeah. have to pay for four. What did you say? Six to 10, 10 30. Yeah. It's a good way for them to guarantee revenue right. for a program. Yeah. 
and they're going to need pre-registration, I'm sure. Yep. Right. So oh, this is going to sell out. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to go over so much bigger than their drop-ins. Yeah. And you know what the biggest reason why is? Because there's nothing. How many times do we get asked, is there a Toy Story breakfast? Is there something we can do with nope. the Toy Story characters? Mm-hmm. And there is nothing. This is huge. Well, this is. I think this is going to be very successful. This is Disney's. Yeah, definitely. Disney Cruise Line Kids Club on land for $65. Right. And it's not a bad it's price. It's not a bad price. Oh, I know. You it's it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Go have a nice dinner. Go yeah. ride some big roller coasters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a decent, you know? it's a good deal. Yeah. It's after dinner, so they don't have to feed them. They might have snacks and give them some of those, but. Yeah. And the kids are getting this amazing experience. I think it's fantastic. I and love so it. will Sharpie. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to drop him off in October, in uh, December for the meetup. We'll give him I'm one 13. of those. Giant lollipops and and the short <laughs> what, shorts. What, what's the upper end? What what you have to you have to be under twelve, right? Yeah. Okay. It'll totally. You, ha- you just have to shave. I just have to shave the beard. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Everything else, twelve. Yeah. And maybe walk <laughs> on your knees. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, but Amber's almost as tall as he is. What 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 if you act twelve? Well, that might work. My, we all my, get it. My, my wife might be able to get me in on that on that premise. I think we're all you in know. under that one. Yeah, yeah that's true. Hmm. Hmm. All right. So that's our big news for the day. Very exciting. Yes. All right. From here, we're going to go to our um, mouse chat fan community page, which is on. It's a private group, closed group, and it's on Facebook. And we put it out there for some listener questions. And you guys delivered. So we're going to start off with Heather. Heather asks and states, we have three days at Disneyland California Adventure. Is it really worth it to have the park hopper or would it be more efficient to concentrate on two Disneyland days and one California Adventure Day? We are going in July, so I know it will be incredibly busy. Also, are the dining reservations like they are at Disney World in Orlando, where I can book reservations for my entire trip starting 60 days from the time from check-in? Thanks for your help. All right, Heather, thank you for your question. Does anyone want to jump in on this? Because we love Disneyland food. I do have some opinions on this. All right. So, Heather, if it were me, I would definitely get the park hopper. And here's why, because it's nothing like Disney World. You can literally throw a stone between the two parks. Um, you must have a good I arm. I always compare it to walking out the front gate at Magic Kingdom and getting on a ferry boat. The two parks are that close. Yeah, it's it's ridiculously close. And honestly, in July when the parks are that busy, you want the ability to kind of jump between the two parks because it is so easy. I highly recommend the park hopper there. Um, I did a whole day of shows one day. Like I did, you know, part of the day in Disneyland, part of the day in California Adventure, did a show here, did a show there. And then my daughters and I did one entire day where we just did shows and we jumped back and forth between the two parks. It was literally the best day we had in Disneyland. So I would say you definitely want the park hopper because if it is crowded, you can hop over to California Adventure and do a couple things. You can hop back, you can go see a show, you know, you can go see the nighttime shows. I think it's totally worth it to be able to, to hop back and forth. Yeah, 100%. and they're gonna have they're gonna have what the uh, Pixar fest going on. Uh, yeah. so, so you're gonna want to go back and forth because they're gonna have that spread between the There's two parts. So much between the two, and it's yeah. so easy to move back and forth. I definitely would do it. I mean, especially if you want to eat a meal in the other park. 
Yeah, it's easy to do that. Yeah, because it, it, it's so you can move back and forth between the two parks so seamlessly. Yeah, I mean, I, we've always had a park hopper. I haven't. I didn't even think about it, and then I had to start to think like, wow, you could buy a single day ticket, but yeah. it's just really you can treat it like one park because they're so close. Like Lauren and, yeah. and Sharp are both saying. I mean, it's yeah. You, you're, and you're always you can jumping. get away with it easier. I think. Yeah. Not yeah. having one. Yeah, because the parks are are. are Massive typically and, so far apart yeah. and they're so and they're so large where the the Disneyland resort it's 10 minutes you're Kingdom, in and out. <laughs> yeah exactly it, it's and and the magic kingdom is so much smaller there so it, as far as being compact yeah yeah um and your question on the dining so the dining unfortunately is 60 days each day so no jumping ahead yeah which is a nice feature when you're at uh, Disney World. Yeah. Okay. But but really, dining at Disneyland is nothing oh, like it's it. It's so much easier than Walt yeah. Disney World. So much easier because most people that dine at Disneyland don't have reservations. They just count on being able to walk up, make right. a reservation day of, and come back an hour later and get a table. Yeah. So. Or book it, you know, a week out or two days yeah, out. Yeah, Because exactly. it's more locals traveling there. So that's, that's part of the reason why it's not as bad. Yeah. It's also nice. Like we tell clients or or sometimes we do like, if you want to do a last minute trip and you're like, Oh, I want to do a last minute trip to Walt Disney world. If, if you can get great airfare at the same time and you can get over to Disneyland, um, you know, for a last minute, a last minute trip at Disneyland, you don't have to worry about dining. You can still get into all the great restaurants, you know, just book like Lauren saying maybe a couple of days in advance. To make sure, or you can still also do walk-ups, but I'd probably book at least two days in advance. Um, and you don't have to worry about the fast pass system and, you know, booking those months in advance. So, you, you know, yeah. they still have the old paper fast passes. So you can do all the stuff and don't have to worry about that. Like you're going to miss out on dining and rides. All right. So we have another Heather. It must be the night of the Heathers. Hello. I'm planning a European vacation in 2020 that will include a stop at Disneyland Paris. I handle the planning of Walt Disney World trips, but I'm wondering how Paris differs from Walt Disney World, such as fast passes and dining. Thank you. So Steve and I have been to Disneyland Paris, but it's a couple of years ago now. So it's still so the, pretty much the same. Yeah. So Disneyland Paris and Disneyland California are same in the systems. So, uh, they still have the old paper fast pass at Disneyland Paris. So you, you know, go from place to place getting the paper fast passes. So that is awesome. So you don't have to worry about that. And dining is similar to what we were just saying with Heather on, uh, Disneyland in California. Um, you know, it's people that aren't, you know, aren't planning dinings, you know, six months in advance. So you could do a walk up or maybe book it a week out or a couple of days out, uh, to get some of the specialty dining but it's it's very similar to disneyland in california for in the regards of both of those all right moving to the next one when's the best time of year for weather in orlando spring and winter on paper look good but is there a gotcha there's always a gotcha Hmm. (laughs) don't you think i I mean here's the thing The, the you if you do not like really high temperatures you're going to be better off in fall or spring 
the downfall there is with fall, you can still have some pretty high temperatures, but you also run the risk of running into hurricane season, which the, as if this past year was any yeah. example of, of hurricane seasons to come, uh, a lot of those fall vacations ended up being January vacations. So because the people had to re- reschedule because flights were canceled, it was just it was kind of a nightmare traveling to Walt Disney World this fall uh, because of the, of the really active hurricane season in the Atlantic. Um, Although, Sharpie, s- let me interrupt you there. Wouldn't you say that the reports that we've gotten have been that Disney handled it like a champ? Oh, they, oh, they absolutely they did. Yeah. But you also have to worry about. Are, are Would you rather be spending your time in a park or would you rather be spending your time weathering a hurricane? I mean, that that's – and having flight delays or, or having even minor inconveniences. Um, it, it really is one of those things. It's, it's just like taking a cruise in the fall in the, in the Atlantic. You run the risk of a hurricane season, but you also run the chance of getting a really good deal. So it's a, it, it's a toss-up. It it's a gamble. How, how tight your your vacation time is with your job, uh, whether you're going to be pulling kids out of school, things like that. Um, so a lot of those factors that are there, but fall weather is fantastic. Usually cool morning, cool evening, but but you still get up to a fairly high temperature during the day. Spring, you do run into some some rain, especially the later you get into spring. And then you also have run the risk of hitting spring break crowds. Uh, because more and more around the country, school districts are not really basing their spring break off of Easter, which that was pretty pretty typical in in uh, school scheduling just a few years ago. Yeah, in March um, you get a lot of spring breakers in March. Right. So so yeah, I mean there there are definitely some times to avoid, uh, but uh, historically your lowest crowds are in January, February, um, except this year. Ex- yeah, except this year. <laughs> this year that's, that's, uh, but that's because that, a lot of typically the people caveat. from September. Right. It was it was different this year because of that. Yeah. So, yeah, the week we were there in last week of January into February, it was slammed. It was really, really high crowds, uh, far, far higher than what we had experienced that week in prior years. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, weather-wise, I mean – Summer, as we always say, June, July, August, be prepared for some heat. If 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 heat doesn't bother you, if humidity doesn't bother you, go. We've had a lot of people say that the summer crowds are lower August in, especially. in the last couple of years than what they've ever been. Uh so it all depends. All depends on what 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 you're going to take advantage of, uh, and also planning your trip around your your special festivals, holiday decorations. If, if you'd want to come down, I don't know, maybe the first weekend of December this coming year, uh, the week after Thanksgiving <laughs> is and a great couple, week to come. That is a good week. Yes, very good segue. I like that. Yeah, I like, yeah. Uh, try you know try 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 to try to work that in there a little bit. Maybe especially but, the first. Yeah, especially the first. I would I would maybe mark that on your calendar. Go to Disney December 1st. Uh, but yeah, the first couple weeks of December are typically fairly low crowds as well, especially as you lead up to Christmas. The week before Christmas is when it really start the crowd crowd level really start to kick up to the your really peak holiday levels. So I mean that that's kind of a tour of the of the calendar year at Walt Disney World. <laughs> I know that that kind of answers every question, but the one you asked. But it the to be fair, it really all depends on the year, and every year changes. So what we see this year might not be the same next year. Yeah. So it is very hard to gauge it. It's our best guess, you know. 
with crowds versus weather versus, you know. It's not as easy. You can't set down the rules like you used to even, you know, four or five years ago. It just seems like you could be in, in January, any week in January and have really beautiful weather. And you could hit a day where you all get sunburned. And then the next day you're all wearing jackets and uh, considering some gloves. Yep. So it, and you can have that all in the same week. And, right. And <laughs> we well, did. I, and yeah, we're really I, not I mean, trying I to avoid the question. Had it all in the same week where like, you know, it was 35 on Tuesday and 80 and everybody's swimming on Saturday, you know? Right. Yeah, we were in uh, ear warmers and gloves one day and then we were in shorts and T-shirts the next. Right, right. So, yeah, I, I mean, the, the, the cool and thing is we were there the first week of December and froze our tushies off. Yeah, that's I mean, literally like gloves, hat, like freezing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah the, the, what we always recommend is is planning to avoid crowds, if at all possible. So avoid your 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 highest peak times of year, which, of course, are, are your major holidays when, when kids are out of school. Uh, especially Christmas, it, it gets really crazy. It's still doable, uh, but you're going to pay more because of the peak season and, and you're going to have a little bit higher crowd level. So, so kind of you use, use the calendar to your advantage or take advantage of those times when there are a lot of people there, but for very specific reasons, like during food and wine, it's becoming very popular. It's crazy. Yeah, popular. Food and wine is crazy. Yeah, Epcot is scary at that time. Crowds, crowds, crowds. And if you're in a hurry, like to make a reservation, it's not happening. <laughs> you're not getting through yeah. that crowd. All right. Yeah. Looks like we're going back to Disneyland. Woohoo! Crystal writes, and Donna kind of kind of piggybacked on Rebecca on the weather question, and uh, now we go to Crystal. I'm looking to do a first-time trip to Disneyland this year. Would like to know some good pointers of key differences from world and what is a good amount of days to cover both parks. Any other Disneyland advice? Thanks. So we already talked about the uh, hopper. Definitely need to. Oh, wait. P.S. Love your podcasts. <laughs> Thanks, Crystal. Um, we, we love our listeners. Yay. Okay, so we kind of covered the hopper. I think that it's it's so much, it's, it adds a lot of value, as was already Definitely. pointed out. Um, pointers. I do think that, I mean, I, I, where do you begin? If you think you've done it, you know, small world. Oh, well, There's I've done so that many. at world. No, do it. Do it again, because it is different in Disneyland. Pirates, it, small world. All different. Uh, Haunted Mansion, just everything has a slight twist to it, uh, and and it makes it unique. Uh, tips and trips, or tips and tricks. Um, well, you can stay off property at Disneyland. They have good neighbor hotels, and they're usually a stone throw away. I mean, they're right around the corner. Uh, so if you get with one of us, we can let you know which ones, you know, have good reviews. Which ones are very close. Uh, or you can also stay on property they have really nice hotels and we can kind of go over the advantages of those and, and where they're at. And of course, you know, being on property is a little, a little more pricey, but a lot of people also stay at the good neighbors. 
Is this something that we can answer in three minutes? Is this no, a topic of its own? Yeah, I know, but I, I think I think we can kind of do some some brief things here. I mean, one major suggestion that I always have for people who are planning to visit Disneyland for the first time is plan on doing more in Southern California than just Disneyland. True. Because you're there. It's a fantastic vacation destination. You have the Pacific Ocean right there. There's a lot to see and do. Uh, seven days is is enough to see Disney and some of the other really awesome things about Southern California. Yeah, you can go do um, L.A. and do a little bit in L.A. I mean, there's tons you can do. You could even do San Diego. It's not that far. Right. Yeah. And it can and Disney can be like your hub to go and visit everything if you want. Just because it's magical. Um, yeah. So it makes it it's easy. It's a magical to hub. And there's a and there's a rental car place right there. We've rented cars there yeah, before. Right there. Yeah. It's right there at the uh, Disney. What did they call it there? Disney downtown Disney still. Downtown Disney. Yeah. yeah. It's very hard to get those two. <laughs> now they've switched them up again. <laughs> it's almost it's so much easier when it. they were the same name. Yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah, so yeah now that exactly. one's still downtown Disney. Yeah. So this is a car rental place. We've rented. We went to the Magic Castle one night, which is a nice restaurant. Um, we were in the I car. I watched the parade. Yeah. Oh, you missed the magic. Oh, that was awesome. Um, but we've rented a couple of cars there a couple of times. And, and I don't know, there's, there's so many tips and tricks. There's, they have a shuttle, but it's not free from the airport. So you have to book that. My tip, don't take the shuttle. Yeah. I've tried everything. I, what did I take last time? I took, I took the, um, the little, what is it called? I can't think. I can't Super think. shuttle? Yes. I took super shuttle last time and it worked and that That's worked what out I well. Do. Super shuttle either is I've had two experiences that were ridiculous where I went all over Los Angeles, dropping people off for work, dropping people off after school. I mean, I went all over the city for about an hour and then I was the last drop off. The last time I went, we went just to the Disney hotels and some of the good neighbors. And, you know, so it wasn't, at least we went in the right direction. So it was very nice. Um, yeah, but there's a ton of tips. So if you're planning a vacation, have a get with Lauren or Sharpie and they can go through everything. There's a, there's a ton of stuff to know about Disneyland. All right. All right. Are we going to be done with Disneyland for a little while? Yeah. For a minute or two, you know, till we hit the next question. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. So. Next one I have is uh, Kristen, and this is Boma, breakfast or dinner. Ooh. Also, how much of a rule is 180 days for dining, <clears throat> keeping in mind we are going November 5th to the 9th? Okay. Okay, guys, Boma, breakfast or dinner? I've never done the breakfast. I don't think I've ever done the breakfast. I've done the breakfast with you. Uh, oh, I guess we did do the breakfast. Did I enjoy it? Yes. I don't remember. Uh, breakfast isn't bad. Here, here's my thing. I would do dinner. Um, in my opinion, dinner is better at Boma. Breakfast is better at Tusker House. Mm, well, I could see breakfast that. at Tusker House was really good. Yeah, you can't really beat breakfast at Tusker House. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, okay, I can see that. And um, plus, you're not going to get zebra domes for breakfast. You're oh, going to get zebra domes point. for dinner. And so, honestly, I've literally made the trek to Animal Kingdom Lodge just for a zebra dome. <laughs> and, I, and, and I have brought you zebra domes You have before. smuggled me zebra <laughs> domes. <laughs> You're funny. Not even kidding. Sharpie, I need zebra domes. <laughs> funny. I will stop it. I will stop it. Uh, 
Oh gosh, what's the the quick service thing it's there? The quick what's service. The, I um, want to say Dawa, but that's that's the bar over at Tesco. My House. other favorite place. Um, um, but they also now sell them in the market, in the lobby. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah they do. That's new though. They didn't always sell them there. When you got them for me, that was in the little quick service. I think. Mm-hmm. I forget what that place was called. The Mara. Yeah. Ah. The Mara. Yes. Yep. I enjoy Boma for dinner. It's, it's, it, it, the lighting is nice in that resort at night. It's just that resort has a really nice feel Beautiful. at night. It's, it's just Beautiful. really. See, I like Sanaa better for dinner. See, I haven't been to Sanaa yet. Not a huge buffet fan. So that might be why. But I like the buffet yeah, because it's got it. really good, it's got everything that people that don't want, you know, that want some simple, regular stuff on the buffet. Yeah, they and do the, have good options. And then yeah. they have all the African inspired stuff. So if you want to kind of get out of your comfort zone, and you don't want to order, you know, this whole, you know, entree and then send it well, back. Well, a questionable one. You can taste. It sounds kind of funny. And you're like, what is that? And you're like, oh, I don't know. Well, go ahead and you can taste it. And then you're like, oh, sample. this is, yeah. And then you're like, oh, this is good. And there's got a bunch of different African inspired dishes to, to try. So I like that because it's got, it's not just the standard fries, burger, chicken wings. I'm so tired of that buffet. It's mm, got yeah. variety. True. So. Very true. Yeah, which makes it a little bit more difficult for me because I am such a basic eater. Uh, but I can always find something. They've always got uh, some kind of pork or a beef uh, for dinner. And, and the carved ham is fantastic. Yep. It's really ham. good. And Great flavor. And I'm a big fan of meat on bones. <laughs> well, they carve it for you. Yeah, I know, they carve, but they I, carve it off the bone for like, you. I have to like go up and ask for them to let and they carve it right in front of you it's some weird about that stuff okay do you know did, that did, did, all meat like comes turkey from leg. bone yeah i was gonna say does it make, make you feel feel like you do when you're eating a turkey leg yeah i can't do the turkey leg either okay um but thankfully for me uh all these places have kids sections that works nicely for me but well, i do remember 180 days i would we always recommend make your reservations as soon as you can Highly, highly recommend yeah. that. Yeah. Make, make your reservations as soon as you possibly can. 6 a.m. on the Eastern Standard Time. Yep. And then if you want to change them based on what's available later, later down the line, plan out your park days and then plan your dining around your park days. Yep. Unless, of course, you can't get the restaurant you want, then you have to switch a park day. But, you know, we're going to operate under the assumption that you're doing it 180 days and you can get what you want. Yep. Unless it's be our guest, which that's changing too. So interesting gonna be interesting Actually, to that, follow that. That you're gonna be able to get now. Yeah. Yeah, because very few people are gonna wanna pay two credits for it. Yep. But yep. Anyway. Okay. So I think that's that question. Let's move on. Move on to the next one. All right. Okay, next one up is Jennifer. Would you recommend taking a Disney cruise with a toddler? We would love to take a Disney cruise next year, but don't know if our little one is too young. Note, this DCL trip wouldn't be a one-time thing. We would likely plan to take another one when our daughter is older, too. Well, you know my answer to this. Bring the child. Yep. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> Steve? Yeah. We brought Amber on a cruise at six months, which is when they would let her on, and we brought Brooke on a cruise at six months. Yep. So they both went on... Within a week of six Being months, eligible. probably. Yeah. And then they have Disney's nice because well, I think they're the only cruise line that we've ever taken them on where they actually have a nursery 
the little ones and it's reasonable because, um, you know, when they're that little, you have to pay by the hour. Um, but we had never had a problem getting them into the nursery and it was, I don't know, 10 or $12 an hour. So it yeah. was, and you know, and we did it a few times when we wanted to go see a show at night after dinner or something, uh, and not have to worry about her. But they have fun. I mean, they, they're, I think Brooke learned to walk on, <laughs> on one of the Disney ships. Yeah, Brooke did. It was yeah. at the Walt Disney Theater. Yeah, right outside the Walt Disney Theater. She was like, that's where she learned how to walk. Aww. So it's cute. Oh, she, she said sea legs from a very young age. I know. She was like <laughs> wobbling around and it was, the ship was rocking and. See, that makes her even better at mm-hmm. walking because she did it on a wobbly ship. That's exactly. a valid point. Yes. That girl is a rock star. But there's so much for the, it's more like, you know, they get to see the characters and, you know, they sleep and they take it easy and the private island is nice for, you know, you don't have to worry about getting hassled or whatever uh, on some of the other islands. So it's, it's a nice experience. Um, so it's very easy to do. And it's more, I guess, for you, because they're not going to remember it, but you get some good memories. Well, and then well, you, and get, you the get the videos. Some good pictures. Yeah. You yep. tell them about it. Well, like we get to say that Brooke took her first steps on a cruise ship. And, you know, does she remember it? No, but it's something that she can talk about later. And yeah, there's a little, we have a video. It was cute. Yep. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I think it's, it's more for you at that point, but it's, they're, they're going to have good experiences. And you don't have to feel like, oh, I can't travel for eight years because I have a kid and now Mm -hmm. I got to wait. No, you can take them and you can enjoy it too. You can go to the adult areas that they'll go in the small world nursery um, or, you know, or, or, or they've, you know, we, they put two chairs together many a times or they were in the stroller next to us at dinner, covered up with a tablecloth. Table you know, they cover the stroller with a tablecloth and you have dinner and they sleep. So, so you get to get out. I have one advantage of bringing a toddler on a Disney cruise versus taking a toddler to Disney world. First of all, you can be in air conditioning 90% of the time, which is great, versus out in the Orlando heat where it's, it's going to make your child miserable. Um, nap time is easy. You just go back to the room. So that's good. Um, but what I was specifically thinking of is the character interaction on a ship is going to be four or five times better, Absolutely. quicker more interactive, more memorable than what you're going to experience at Disney World. So well, that so much alone, more, yeah. I think um, it, it, it just really makes it magical. Um, so uh, toddlers are the best on a cruise, actually. Yeah. And especially if they're potty trained, they can go into the kids club, three, typically, three and up. Yeah. Get to go into the kids club, otherwise they're in the nursery. And... I absolutely 100% endorse toddlers on DCL. Yeah, you're not carrying the kid back from the park at 10 o'clock at night and folding the stroller up in the Mm-mm. on the bus. and You're not doing Sack any of that. Potatoes. You're just relaxing the whole time. Well, and even yeah. going to the shows at night, you bring the kid, you're, you're watching the show, the kid's probably sleeping. We've even had other um, passengers, other guests on the ship hold our kids while they slept just because they either left theirs at home or they, you know, whatever the reason, um, they're like, I'll hold her. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I know you can't get off the ship with her, so go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have fun with that. Yeah. It is important to remember that you do have to pay a fee for the nursery. 
Yes. Yeah. But it is reasonable. That. Yeah, it is a very reasonable price whenever you consider what the typical charge for childcare is off of a cruise ship. Yeah. And I do think you should note that you do still pay for the child. Right. You know, there is a fee still for the for the kiddo. Yeah. So Passage. that's something to consider as well because if it's it something can you can still handle, be somewhat steep. <laughs> yeah. If you can handle it, it sounds like you're looking forward to going on more than one cruise in the uh, in the future. I commend you on that as well. Um, uh, I'm now got the Disney cruise bug. Uh oh. Yep, I do. Okay. See, and here, guess what? Don't even. There is one available next leaving Sunday. <sighs> we could totally get you on it. There you go. I don't like you. I know. You kind of want me a little bit. Come on. Come with us. I have so many meetings next week. It's not funny. I think Steve and Sharon could totally handle that. And another one (laughs) was added today. No. Come on. No. No. I need a playmate. Who's going to dunk me in the pool? You just got back from Punta Cana for five or six days. Don't don't help Steve. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, Lauren needs this cruise. Uh-huh. She needs it. All right, whatever. All right, what's the next question? All right, next question what is... What is Lisa, Steve? I think mm-hmm. you should make her come with me. Yes. I would love to. Believe me, I would love to. It's like ideal. It's Marvel Days at Sea, or Day at Sea. It is small ship, and... Me, it's I'm a, on it. A, well, yeah, I was waiting until the end for that you know, best part. Oh, okay. That was but, the best for last. Yes, But it's also five nights, so it's not crazy obnoxious seven nights where I really should feel guilty about going, but it's not a three or four night where I'm like, man, I wish it was longer. See, I think you should feel guilty not going. Yeah, three-night cruise is, it's almost frustrating. If you've never been on a cruise before and you don't know if you would like it, three three nights are perfect for a first experience, in, in my opinion. I still think four nights is the sweet spot for that. I agree because so? who's not going to like I it? I think three nights is so fast. It's so hard to really like you're on. You don't really have any downtime on the ship. So you don't really get to really enjoy the ship. I, I think four days is four night cruise. If you're a first time cruiser and you're nervous is your sweet spot. Unless you're Nikki. Well, yeah, because Nikki, mm. that was actually a good thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She did not agree with the C. Okay. But she doesn't agree with walking sometimes, so. <laughs> no, she couldn't no. stand on the pier at uh, Royal Bahamian. Because uh, the pier was moving a little bit. And she's like, nope, not doing dinner. Nope. Can't so, really do that. No, she just has the unfortunate ickiness going on. So. All right. Next question is from Colleen. What hi, are, Colleen. Yes. Oh, and hi, Nikki. <laughs> what are some fun things for two ladies in their mid-20s to do on a friend's trip outside of the parks? Any fun bars? Go to the boardwalk, Disney Springs. Any suggestions are appreciated. This one seems like it might be for me. You know, it's funny because I was going to throw it to you. <laughs> so, Lauren, go ahead. So a couple things you should do is head over to the piano bar at the boardwalk. Jelly rolls is phenomenal. I think it's, it's probably one of my favorite things to do. There's also a dance club over there, the Atlantic dance club. Um, I have honestly never been in that one. Um, 
just because I love possible? jelly rolls. Um, but jelly rolls is awesome. You want to get there like by like eight ish, eight thirty to get a table. Um, that is a fun one. It does have a cover charge. The abracadabra over there is also nice. It's smaller and quieter, but it is a very unique location. Um, Disney Springs. I just went to the Edison that, that just opened up. That was awesome. They had some unique drinks, a lot of good atmosphere, um, entertainment, like later on in the night. So if you, you want to hit that a little bit later, maybe like nine, 10 o'clock, um, comfortable place to sit. It was great. I loved it. So that's a great place to go. Uh, what else is good? Let's see. Honestly, we, we all, I think love, um, what's the one in Grand Floridian? What am I drawing a blank? Oh, at Meisner's uh, Lounge. Meisner? Meisner's. Meisner's. Yep. Sitting in the Meisner's and listening to the band play right outside. It's a little loud, but that's kind of a nice place to go. Not upbeat or crazy. Also the poly bar. Um, yeah. Why am I drawing a blank on names tonight? What's the name of the one? Um, so Trader Sam's. Trader Sam's, yeah. yeah. I'd say for, for two that people. That one's fun. In their Neat. 20s, I would say Trader Sam's. And then if you go off property, if you Uber, I would maybe Uber over to Hamburger Mary's. Oh, I don't know that one. <gasps> Hamburger Mary's? No. Oh, yes, I agree. I second that because it's a lot of fun. It's over by, it's in uh, old Church Street Station area. Yeah, it's very different these days, but. Yeah. So, yeah, we went Is for. It, well, just so they don't end up taking their five-year-old children. Yeah, yeah don't do um, that. No, it's two girls that are going. Well, I'm just saying anyone else who's listening. Oh, we were oh, told yeah. to go to Hamburger Mary's. It is a. um. I don't even know it's how It's a transgender bar. It's a drag show. Yeah. And we went oh. on, we went on, uh. So if you're not ready for a drag show, don't go. It was, um, <laughs> it was like the drag. we learn about Steve and Lisa Sharpie. <laughs> it was like. That was a good disclaimer to include. Yeah. He as, might. As, a, as an after on that one. We did like, uh, I don't even know drag show bingo night. Yeah. We won. We won a lot of. We were good at bingo. We got prizes. Yeah, we Again, got a lot of things really, we learn about the two of you on these shows. A lot of really crazy stuff goes down there. Yeah. So yeah. So just be ready for that. It was not as shocking as I thought it would be. It was just. Well, it was fun. Did was, they pull yeah, you up fun. on stage? Yeah. The, yeah. There's some photos that hopefully never get shown anywhere again. They liked you. <laughs> yeah was uncomfortable. <laughs> so anyways, but besides that part, you're funny. The rest of it was a good time. <laughs> the whole thing was a good time. And the food was good. It was packed. It was packed in there too. Yeah. So yeah. So anyway, okay. there you go. Sharpie's still in disbelief. No, I, I, I not, not at all in disbelief. Oh, Just okay. But more, 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 more fascinated in, in, in the, in the disclaimer there. But yeah, I mean, I remember, I remember when you guys talking about it, when you went, it, it, it did sound like a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was good time. You know, it's like, it's like the piano bar, but they, you know, they haven't, they have like a stage show act. Wait, are you really telling us that it's like the piano bar? It's like the piano bar, but, but. But as they're calling bingo numbers, they might like break out into song or do a skit or something, right? You know what I mean? Oh, so it's so like funny. it's like bingo slash show slash like comedy music. It's all wrapped into one uh, weird night. 
<laughs> so yes. <laughs> really so, expanded Steve's horizons there. Yes, it's kind of strange. Anyways, but yes, it's packed it and it was it's it's over where Howl God, it's been forever since I was over. Howl there. at the Moon. Yeah, it used to be Howl at the Moon was over there. Maybe it's still there. There was a there was a Hooters there, Howl at the Moon, and there, there was, was a, a Tuesday. Yeah, what was, it was that all, Tuesday? Oh, uh, Fat Tuesday. Fat Tuesday. Yeah, there was a Fat Tuesdays there. It's all changed. I, you know who knows? But, but that's where you'd go as a cast member. Yeah, it was the that cast nickel beer. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, they don't anymore. No. But yes. So go over so there. So really, this has no point. Yeah, but that, <laughs> but that's a lot of fun. I don't know. Figure out when Bingo Night is. It's like what was the question? It's once a week. Where to go for twenty somethings? Okay, thank you. Uh, you know, <laughs> around Disney. So who's next? It's very hard when you're in your late forties to answer that question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I act like a twenty year old. Okay. No. Okay. Not me. Um. We believe you, Lisa. I'm I'm trying to think. Do I or don't I? I do act very childish in many circumstances. You do not la- act like a forty year old. No. Well, I have injuries to prove it. Yeah. I always get hurt when I don't act my age. That's actually true, too. (laughs) (laughs) I can attest to that one. Yeah. I've I've had too many scooter rentals because of it. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, they always end up on mouse chat meetups, don't they? You have a track record of doing that. I do. Okay. Um, we're going to go on to Amanda. Wait, Lisa showed me the dance move as to what happened with her last injury. <laughs> Pretty impressive, isn't it? Yeah, I'll take that as a yes. Yes, it was. Okay. And I, I think, well, okay. Amanda asks, why is Disney Cruise Line so much more expensive than others? What benefits does a cr- Disney Cruise have over the other cruises, especially if you don't have kids? Okay. I'm sure we can all throw something into this hat as far as why Disney Cruise Line is um, more valuable, I guess. Why, why they kind of justify their price tag. And I think the first one that stands out for me is service. Yeah, it's the same level of service you would expect at Disney World or any kind well, of Disney destination. I would even say that it's a little higher because they get oh, to yeah. know you. Yeah. Your room steward. Yeah, they're phenomenal. Your uh, your waiter, your drink server, anything like that, they um, they get to know you on a personal level. Sharpie, what do you think? I would say two two really big things that sell Disney Cruise Line for me. Uh, one is they don't nickel and dime you to death. Mm, your your, like your your soft soft drinks uh, up on the top deck, your coffee, hot chocolate, tea, that kind of stuff's included in your price. So you're not going to be paying extra. You're not going to buy a soda card. Um, just go up to the top deck, take a refillable mug with you. You you will have plenty to drink the entire entire cruise. The second one is the much more limited access to smoking areas. And no casino that you have to walk through that's full of smoke. I, I'm really I sensitive yeah. to smoke smells, uh, and and it, it just it it makes me sick. And I would I would I would be sick for a week or two after that. So really, they they have very very limited smoking areas that you do not have to walk through to get anywhere on the ship. So I would agree with yeah. that. Yeah, I Lauren? always tell people that Disney is. There's an order in which 
the cruise lines are. And to me, Disney is going to be your top of the line as far as food, entertainment, and um, service. I think the service on Disney Cruise Line far exceeds anything else out there. Um, <clears throat> I think that their kids clubs, if you have kids that are, I mean, even your teenagers, any age, especially that tween and younger age, I think Disney is 100% your best way to go. The hard part is, is that Disney's price point can be very difficult to swallow. So I, I can see the the pull with not doing Disney, but you do get what you pay for. You know, there's definitely something said for what you get with Disney. It, it is definitely far above everything else out there. Yeah. But don't forget, she wants to know, especially if you don't have kids. I think the. This, oh, there's no yeah. kids involved. Yeah. No I missed kids. that part of the question. Yes. So no kids. Well, now that's another one. I have a lot of clients that have no kids traveling with them and they still pick Disney because of the service. The um, service, the food. If you don't have kids, I hate to say it, but my next pick would be Royal Caribbean. You know, and I, I it's it's going to jump that price down significantly. So. Do some price comparison because you're going to pay for your beverage packages on Royal. You're not going to pay um, for your soft drinks on Disney. Um, Internet, I do have to say, Royal yeah, has the best internet. Yeah, but your beverage package on Royal, you're looking at like $200 if you're just doing soda. It's still going to come in cheaper. Yeah. 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 I hate yeah. to say it. Not that I don't, you know, I love Disney and I still think it's far superior. But if price point is a problem, yeah. you're going to look at Royal as being your next best thing probably. Yeah. yeah. Make sure that you figure out in the end what you want. And what's important. Yeah. Um, and that's what matters. Your dining options, your rotational dining, I think, is a unique feature. Uh, your waiter goes with you. Again, this is where they know your name. That. They know your drink. You go to the table and they've got it set for the four of us. And they know that Brooke wants Sprite and Amber wants milk. And it's sitting there on the table waiting for them. And then they know that I want to brew my own tea to make iced tea because that's, that, yeah, because I do. So they know this and they have it ready for you. It's awesome. Yeah. And another big thing too is Castaway Key. If you're uh, if you are cruising best. in the Caribbean, Castaway Key is amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, their private island is phenomenal. Yeah, Very a, clean. Mm -hmm. Um, it's it's not unlike others where you have your food there, um, but it's it's an extension of the ship where you still can get your ice cream, your food, your beverages. All of that is included. The only thing you'd pay extra for would be. Uh, they had they have shopping, but that would be just like on the ship as well. Shopping's always extra. Hate to break it to you. Really? Well, they have a I couple. They gave us everything for free. I'm so disappointed. They have a couple excursions Sorry, no. that you would pay extra for. But I you could you could yeah, do extra want, excursions. You, you can rent to. a bike. Well, those are free too. Um, you know, bikes do any of that on cast. Yeah, we did the though. bikes. Are those free? Mm -hmm. We did the bikes for free. No. Yes. No. Oh, no, we, oh, we pay bikes. for the bikes. You pay for the bikes, yeah. and we did snorkeling. They're not a lot, but you do pay for. Them. It was like forty-five dollars to get bikes for. Oh, was it an hour, yeah. and then snorkeling for another thirty mm -hmm. minutes or something? We did like a, a trio package. Ah, uh, okay. That's We're gonna have ago. to go back, and I'll ago. remind you. It's been a while ago, but I feel like when I get on some of these ships. Sharpie or Lauren brought this up. I mean, you get, it's like they're all over you. Like they're selling you a timeshare. It's like, it's I like, feel that. I'm like, uh, I just, it's like they're trying to make up for the cheap price. And it's like every time I turn around, they want my kid to do a 
Build-A-Bear or they want to sell me a drink package or they want to Internet. offer a wine package. Spa. Or they're like, all oh, this like nonstop. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, they're trying to get every cent they can. So I enjoy that part of Disney. It's everything pretty much is included. There's only one or two restaurants, depending on what ship you're on, that actually have an upcharge. And the upcharge is reasonable and the food is great. Phenomenal. Some cruise lines, I yeah, feel like, good. yeah, I feel like on some cruise lines, like it's like if you don't pay the upcharge to eat, the your standard restaurants are, are not great. I mean, Disney, I feel like the standard restaurants are awesome. And if you want an, an amazing. Palo is, yeah. oh my God. If you want to spend, it's 30 bucks now. Cause it used to be 25, right? Oh, it's totally worth it. It's, it's, um, it's for First $30. Night, it's, it's, it's uh, the best thing going. Sunday night. That's where I'll be. Think and they have me. a brunch. The staff there is phenomenal. The food is great. It's 30 bucks extra, but the, but the regular the food staff, is. If you've never been to a, a really nice restaurant where they explain how things are made and they explain what's in it and they explain how the meal is going to go. And do you want this wine with this? And uh, it's, it's white glove service at Paolo and Remy. I mean, Remy is, is embarrassing. I don't even know how to react to the service you get there. Um, I look like a buffoon in there because they're, (laughs) they're so nice. And I mean, it's like Victoria and Albert's it's, it's so good. Yeah, it's you didn't really know that service, service got that better. Food. That much better. <clears throat> the view is beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they have Broadway, st- you know, caliber shows. The ship is very well done. It's elegant. Clean. It's elegant when not gaudy. Oh. It's Plus, not Vegasy. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not over the top. It has that classic ocean liner yeah. feel. And the room size the state is rooms, the split bathroom. State rooms are phenomenal. Yeah, yeah that's a big plus. And if you've never been on a cruise, there is no sleeping like cruise sleeping. That's no, nice. definitely. Gen- gen- gentle rocking of the ship. It, it will put you right to sleep. It's amazing. Yeah, it's nice. It's tough, though, because if you take a, your first cruise on a Disney cruise, it's very, just gonna say it's very hard to do the other ones. It's hard to go back. Even, even go when back. you are saying, all right, I saved some money, it's very hard to get into the thing and be like, all right, well... How much more would it be if we go on Disney again? Because it's it's very hard to go back down. It's much easier to start at the bottom and work your way up and not get disappointed. But once you're at the top, you, it's like, oh. Okay. And I don't know about you guys, but do you feel that other ships are so much more crowded, whether it's in the promenade area or the pool area? I I just sometimes get a little overwhelmed by all the people. Well, some of those ships, those mega ships, I mean, they only have so many, so much deck space on the top. Um, and they have that many more rooms. And if it's a sunny day, it's. I think it does depend on the ship. Yeah. With those big ships. The layouts and what's going on and what they, where the people are. Because I have to be honest, I've been on the Allure and I didn't feel crowded on a completely sold out cruise. Well, and that's another nice thing about cruising versus. That's mega ship. Yeah, yeah, those are. Right. But cruising versus. Ship experience. And I do think it matters with the layout of the ship, you know, because I've been on those big mega ships that had horrible layouts. Um, I was on one on Norwegian that 
everywhere you went was a brick wall, basically. That you couldn't get where you needed to go. So now you backtrack. Yeah, that's right. Most, that's so you're constantly like trying to to cut across and do this and do that. And you spend a lot of time doing that. Whereas certain ships, like I think some of these newer ships, they've actually figured that out. That you can't block people it, off. You know, and I think Disney has a really good flow on their ships. So I don't think you really experience that as much on their ships. I think we've done Amanda's question justice. Let's go on. All right. We're at an hour. So do you want to do what? One more? We'll do one more. We'll do Rick because he doesn't really have a question. It's more of a comment. So let me read through this real quick. And it says, not really a question, but more of a statement. Thank you guys for putting on a fun and greatly informative podcast. All of you guys feel like our friends and feel like you are part of our family. If I could only listen to one podcast for the rest of my life, it would be Mouse Chat. Aww. Okay, that made me smile. That's so sweet. All right. Rich is our neighbor slightly to the north where we live. So shout out to Rich. All right. Well, now. We can do it. Yeah, we can do another one. I'm all choked up. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. You want to do one more? Sure. sure. No, I'm going to cut it here. Because <laughs> then we get into Disney well, marathons. Like a psych. Oh, I know. Do you guys want to get into Disney marathons? No. Oh, yeah, it's, it's too long. Yeah. Okay. So Disney we'll marathon. Cover that one next week. Sorry, Matt. Um. So Rebecca has another question. Let me read through this. I plan on going to Disney World in 2019 sometime. Is trying to go in the fall after the Star Wars stuff opens to to try and see some of all of that a fool's errand, or am I being or am I better off going in spring when the weather's better and swing back around? Hold on. I had to open that and switch lines. Swing back around to attempt Star Wars in maybe 2021 when it settled down some. The thing that's in the back of my mind is the wait time horror stories from the Wizarding World of Harry Potter when oh, that opened. so much worse. Yes. Um, is Disney sort of able to handle crazy of massive... New attractions like that better or not so much? So we can so, compare this to Pandora. In my opinion, the way they handled Pandora, I thought they did a great job on it. Hey, absolutely. I mean, it, it, was it chaos? Yes, yes, it was. And and the reason why it was chaos is because just the sheer number of people. I and mean, Star Wars is going to be bigger. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because not only is it a bigger land, but there's also a much larger fan base. Bigger fan base. No matter what attractions are opening, they're going to want to get in to see the themed land. Yep. Yeah, you're going to have a lot of extra yes. people just to see the land. Yeah, there's right. going to be, you know, wait all day to ride one ride. I also they're not gonna don't, I don't predict Star Wars will open until December of 2019. Hmm. I'm telling you right now, I will be shocked. And we all know I'm wrong all the time. So, hey. Well, it looks knows? like it's got a long way to go. And yeah, it's. it's. But if it's going to open and land first, that's got to be timed. Yeah. There's no way in the world. Yeah. Lauren's got this one figured out. Listen. Yeah, listen. I think you're right. Out. My theory on this one is that land is going to open early summer in Disneyland. And the then it's going to open in world in early December. Get the Christmas that's my crowd. prediction. I haven't even seen pictures of land in a while, so I don't know how far along they are. But if it's open in first there and it's all opening in 2019, 
I can't see it happening any other way. They're going to want to space it to get the most bang for their buck. Yeah. And it looks like, you know, I can't imagine them even being done in a year and a half at World from the video I just saw. I mean, yeah, they, got I a, they got a long but way to go. But I do think they'll handle the crowds well. I just think, I think you're looking at a 2020 trip if you're, if you're thinking about waiting a little bit um, for Star Wars or go to Disneyland. Yeah. Ooh, and I mean, everything that I've seen about the development of, of these lands is they're not going to be gigantic in terms of broad walkways, in terms of a lot of really easy uh, pedestrian traffic passage. They're going to be pretty, pretty tight. So it's going to be one of those situations like Pandora where you will within the first year that it opens, you'll be waiting in line to get into the land, not yep. just to get into attractions, just yep. to get into the land. Yep. I agree. It, the, the, the look and the feel and the atmosphere that they're trying to create here is going to be kind completely of, submersive. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's really what they're going for. So be prepared for, for that kind of full knowledge that you're not going to just be able to walk up, get in, tour the land, use your fast passes and move along. It's, it's going to be a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I agree. All right. I think I'm going to grab the show right here. We've gone on quite a while, so we'll cut it here. Thank you to Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you enjoy listening to our shows, we have more shows at iTunes and also at mousechat.net. Oh, we didn't do the mouse chat meetup. If you want to go to the mouse chat meetup, <laughs> please join us December 1st. What park are we doing? Did we details talk? will follow. Oh, details will follow. There you go. Straight from Lauren. Ha. Well, now you threw off my spiel. So I'm sorry. Patience. Mark. If you have comments for us, you can send those to comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening. Please join us again next time at here on most channels. <laughs> you know where to find us. Bye-bye. We're always here. These are some great questions. <laughs> <laughs>